I felt I put, you know, when you pull a muscle in your chest and it goes up into your shoulder and around your neck. Yeah. I don't know what I've been doing. I must have, I was watering stuff and messing about with a hose pipe and winding it up and stuff yesterday. Maybe I've just <coughs> pulled something. I don't know. Well, at least you didn't have a garage door fall in your head. No, no. Okay, right. Let's get on with this. Okay, okay. Okie dokie. Everybody ready? I'm ready. Okay. So here we are. This is uh, another one of the James Whale radio podcasts, uh, which is available on radio stations, iPads, iPhones, uh, Androids. In fact, wherever you can get something that you can listen to something like this, you can hear it. I don't know why the flipping heck I've told you that. It's the same way when you're on a radio station and they, they get very keen that everybody sort of tells the, you the frequency you're listening to it on. But I always think, well, you know, you know that because you're listening. What is the point of telling people who are listening to an FM or an AM radio station the frequency they're listening to it on? Perhaps they found you by mistake, and then even if they didn't, they like what they're listening to. They will make a note of where you are. good thing about DAB radios, of course, is you don't need to do all that. You just sort of log it in. I mean, that's the way it's going, isn't it? I don't even know why we're bothering with analog anything anymore. I really don't. But anyway, um, I, I digress. Anyway, welcome to the program. Thank you for all the, uh, the, the mentions and letters and stuff that um, come rolling in. Well, one or two, anyway. And if, if you want to get in touch, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com is the address. And so here on this little show produced by Rob, who doesn't do an awful lot, but he is there somewhere. I'm here. I'm moving my uh, little bars up and down. Oh, good. Good. Um, and, uh, well, I just talk a lot of shit, really, to be quite honest with you. Uh, well, people say that's all I do anyway. Um, and of course, uh, if you want to hear me doing it live, talk radio, Monday to Thursday, 7 o'clock until 10 in the evening, you can join us. You can come on the air live and have your say. But, you know, four days a week is enough for a man of my, uh, advanced years. And, uh, and Ash refuses to work anymore, so, uh, we, we top it up with the podcast. And I was, I was talking to, I was talking to uh, a, a bloke who's got a blog called Daddy Blog or something, Dad Blogger, and he makes a living out of it. So I, 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 don't, I don't understand how I'm not earning fortunes out of doing this. In fact, I don't understand how I don't make anything out of this. Uh, yeah, move on. Um, it's, it's okay. Just... See, somebody, I think somebody somewhere is. It's not me. I'm just wondering. Just get on with the topics of the week, if you wouldn't mind. You see, as far as I know, everybody can listen to this free, but talking to other bloggers, apparently people pay a sort of, you know, two or three quid for the pleasure of, of uh, downloading these podcast things. Ridiculous. Right, okay, well, I'm just saying. I just Anyway, never mind. So I'm thinking of starting the dog blog. Yeah, I'll do that for you. I'll handle all that. I'll manage it all for you. Uh, don't worry about a thing. All oh, right. okay. Oh, thanks, Rob. Um, well, we'll talk about that. If anybody's got any ideas of what they would like to hear on the dog blog, get in touch, let us know. So anyway, back to reality and what a flipping awful reality it is. 
Uh, let's start off with the thing that got us over one million views uh, on the uh, the talk radio website uh, this week, probably because I spoke about it first, as far as I can remember. And that is Mr. Bone, Mr. Bonehead. That is the idiot. And there have been all sorts of discussions about this. So I'm just going to let rip for a while. I've done it already on the radio. Every single person has had their say about it. Some people support him. Some people don't. I can't actually understand anybody that does support him. But one of the this is the twat that actually stood with other members of this ridiculously pathetic organization called Class War. And by the way, let's talk a bit about class and the class societies in this country. What the hell is that all about? Class. I mean, you know, you get the sort of proud to be working class and made it people. You get the middle-class people who don't really want to say anything and to offend anyone, and you don't get anybody suggesting that they're upper-class. I mean, we don't have anything like this in any other country. You have people who are very successful, uh, people who were born into a successful family, so they've had a leg up, uh, and people who've not actually managed yet themselves or their families to get where everybody wants to go. But in this country... And, of course, we gave it to various other countries around the world when we had the empire. The caste system in India, for argument's sake, is uh, just a, another version of the English class system that we left them with, which is such a shame, in the same way uh, countries around the world still who uh, believe that homosexuality is something that people should get executed or locked up for. A lot of that came from the British as well. God, the, the British empire, any empire is pretty, pretty appalling. And, and people now harking back to wanting to go back to the days when Britain was great and it ruled the world. That's what Brexit will give us. Bollocks. Anyway, I'm going off the point again. Um, so this class system, this this stupid little... F I'm, I'm tempted to say stupid little... F but that just means Rob's got to do more work. Thank oh, you. Well, he is a stupid little... F Ian Bone, that's his name. He uh, brags about being a pensioner living on £154 a week. Uh, he's actually an anarchist and uh, fronts this organization called Class War. Uh, and he was the man who was demonstrating outside uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg's house and uh, telling his children that uh, nobody liked his daddy and his daddy was a horrible man. Um, there are some people who say, why didn't uh, Rees-Mogg take his kids inside straight away? I happen to think, why should you? Somebody standing outside my house. I have to say, and I'll be quite honest, and if you're a cop and you want to come and arrest me, you can come and arrest me. I actually don't think you've got the time or the uh, uh, the resources to. If somebody had done that, if I'd been in, in Jacob Rees-Mogg's position, um, he is a much, much better man, even though he's got ridiculous ideas on Brexit, much better man than me. Because if I'd been standing outside my house with my children when they were that age, and some silly little shit like that came up and started doing that, he'd be on the deck. He will be actually on the deck. Mr. Jacob Rees-Mogg uh, has far more control than I would ever have. How dare somebody come and, and abuse you in front of your young children, particularly uh, when he's invited the, uh, the media around. And some of the other pillocks of class. Class, people who, who, uh, who socialists generally, I don't have, look, there are lots of, of, of Labour MPs that I like. 
I had a great interview. Well, I thought it was a great interview, a nice chat with Chris Bryant, uh, the Labour MP for the Ronda, uh, the other day on my radio show. And, uh, you know, but socialism, Marxist socialism, is just a destructive, horrible ideal. Same way as those members of far-right kind of fascist parties. Extremely disgusting, despicable. You know, if you want to talk about politics, and it, listen, politics is life. Forget the word politics, it's life. I'm, I'm suppose I'm slightly right of centre. I think people should be able to benefit from their own achievements. I think we should always try to look after those worse off in society. I think everybody should have access to decent education and health care, whatever uh, your circumstances are. I don't think anybody should be sleeping in the streets and everybody should have a warm, comfortable place to live. But I don't think we should be paying through the nose for tax. And I don't think we should look down at those people who are successful. We should champion the people who become successful. We should also make sure, by the way, uh, that those people whose companies and businesses are doing well, and there are many of them, pay their staff properly. I don't see why I should be paying taxes that are then paid in benefits to people who are working for, uh, let, let's say, for argument's sake, a successful supermarket where the directors are getting high bonuses and those people in charge are getting huge amounts of money, yet the people who work on the tills, who work uh, on the floor, the, the, even the managers uh, and the staff of, of a lot of these shops are paid very minimally, and quite a few of them are actually getting in-work subsidies. So here, companies who are doing well, paying their top people well, expect us, the taxpayer, to subsidise their wages bill. That's wrong. That's wrong. But that isn't socialism. That's common sense. I just wish we had Margaret Thatcher back. She'd sort them out. You know, the problem The problem today is that you, you've got a lot of people who have uh, a very warped view of their own self-importance, and Mr. Bone is one of them. And mind you, he also spends quite a lot of his time outside places like the Shard, having a go at people who can afford £15 million apartments. Yeah, I kid you not, some of the apartments in the Shard in London uh, are worth 50 I think some are more. I think those are the cheaper ones. Um, but good luck to people who can afford that. Personally, if I had £15 million, I'd probably spend 500000 on a house somewhere and uh, <laughs> just have a good time with the rest of the money. I'll give some away, obviously. But, uh, but that, you know, it's up to individuals. It's up to individuals. If you're successful, if you do well, we don't seem to appreciate it. We've got to get rid of this class structure, which is only in the minds of some people. If you come from a family where your, your parents did hard manual labour and you've done better, that's great. That's success, isn't it? If you come from a, a family where your parents were really, really successful, you didn't do quite so well as them, but because they were successful, they handed down wealth to you. That's not your fault. Why should you be penalised for that? Don't most of us work hard so that we can look after our families? Yeah, of course we do. Some are more successful than others. Not everybody can be the same. I think Mr. Bone needs to be sat down and given a talking to. And I've invited him, like a lots of other people, trust me, every, anybody, every single TV, radio, newspaper is trying... <coughs> Excuse me. I think I'm getting a cold. You know when you sniff a lot and it runs down the back of your throat? 
Ja. I'm not taking that out. Yes, you are. Um, <coughs> and put it in the bin outside. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Anyway, where was I? The Mr. Bone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was coughing up. Yeah. Um, well, I've got another dog on the other foot now. I've got one on each foot, keeping it warm. That's very nice. You all right, babe? Yeah, good. Um, Mr. Bone is, uh, he's gone to, he's either gone to ground because he realises what a pillock he is, or he's holding out for as much money as he can make to do an interview. Although I'm told he wouldn't do that because it's against his principles. It's not against his principles, however, to upset little children, to make children cry. Then to abuse the, the woman, the nanny that uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg implies to look after his children. You know, the world has become a very strange place, and um, it's about time we got a few more people actually coming out and telling some of these idiots. Jeremy Corbyn has not been able to get his political party together. He's, he is a hard left man, not the sort of person who should be leading a political party, which is left, but has, you know sensibility within it a lot of people said tony blair whether you tony blair unfortunately his legacy will be the iraq war and nobody will ever forgive him for that uh but you know when when tony blair was in government he probably had more success than any other labor M prime minister than i can remember but anyway so basically mr bones an idiot and the rest of us are, are, are much much more entertaining how would you feel, Robbo, if somebody stood outside your house insulting you in front of your children? I think I'd probably do the same as Mr. Mogg. I think he handled it very well. I would let uh, my daughter listen to what the man had to say. Yeah. You don't think that Mr. Mogg was actually uh, using his children uh, for a political purpose, which is what I've heard some commentators say? No, I don't think so. I think the children uh, have a right to listen to what other people think about uh, him. Uh, I think the star of the day was the nanny, though, came out, defended herself and defended him. Yeah, I thought the nanny was great, you know. Yeah. Um, but I just wish somebody whacked him one. That's I think terrible, the, isn't it, to say? I think the police should have stepped in, to be fair. I don't think they Well, if you saw the policeman standing out there, he looked 12 years old. I'm not sure what he was doing out there or whether he would have the ability to do very much. I think he was too busy laughing, to be honest. He did seem to laugh quite a lot, didn't he? Yeah. You can only but laugh at the uh, situation, really. I mean, it's just... <laughs> Stupidity. Well, the man reminded me of Benny Hill. <laughs> he did with his little cap. Yeah, yeah, with his little cap and his glasses. And uh, I thought he was going to burst into uh, "I'm I'm the What's It Milkman." Everything he said just didn't make sense. He went on about his no. dad being a servant and all the rest. Yeah. of it. What is? Listen, how many people employ a cleaner? How many people get someone to come around and, and do a bit of gardening for them? How many people get someone to wash their car? In the old days, you would call these servants. You go into a restaurant, people serve you. We don't do service very well in this country. That's why when you go into an Italian restaurant or a French restaurant or any other restaurant with, uh, with people from, from other countries in, you get much, much better service. The service industry is not respected in this country, and I was brought up in a pub, and I know what I am talking about. My, my kids uh, run a restaurant, and, you know, 
the sort of rudeness from some people is unbelievable. And usually, usually, the people who handle service worst are those people who would tell you that they were socialists and don't believe you should have servants. But they'll go into a restaurant and they'll lord it around with the waiting staff. You know, this, this whole class system thing has got to be, it, it has to be addressed in this country. Because people, people allow that uh, to be an excuse for them not doing very well too. Or they say, look at him, he's only doing that because his parents were wealthy. Or she, depending on your gender. Um, and, and, and there's an enormous amount of that that goes on. I mean, yeah, we do have to do something to, about the, the, the way everything is skewed, that some people have done lots, lots, but it's got nothing to do with class, by the way. Lots of, of what people who would describe themselves from working class areas started out. Do you know loads of those people um, in the city of London, lots on the stock exchange, uh, uh, quite often come from fairly poor backgrounds and do really well. A lot of the financial traders, a lot of those guys in the bright jackets, who make loads of money, come from, from uh, you know, uh, what people would describe as reasonably poor backgrounds. The only thing that holds anybody back is their own inability. That's what, it, not, not the fact that you didn't go to a posh school. I went to a secondary modern school, which was shit, and I can't think of one good thing about my school, and I can't really think very much that I learned at school. I think I've learned everything since I left school. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't really want to end up sort of, you know, doing a mundane job, walking to the factory every day, or doing whatever else, or you know, hanging around the dole office. It's up to you. It's not not up to anyone else. I mean, I think one of one of the greatest. Not everybody can achieve it. By the way, you can only go so you can go however far your talent will allow you to go. Theo Pathetis, who I know quite well, who's a lovely man, uh, a real pal. He was brought up in one room in Stoke Newington in London when his parents had brought him over from uh, Cyprus. And uh, he decided he didn't want to stay in one room. They all lived in one room for most of his young life. And uh, his dad sadly had a, a bit of an accident and couldn't work anymore. And his mum had to take in ironing and uh, it, it make a movie, wouldn't it, really? He, he left school very early, got a job selling watches and found out that he, he had a bit of a talent for selling. And he did very, very well and very well. And he kept on and he invested and he did various things. And he lost the lot in 1990. He lost everything, including his house. And then he took another punt and he borrowed some money. And he, I'm cutting a very long story short, and he's been very successful. He employs an enormous amount of people. And if you ask him what class, you know, he, he's, he would tell you he's working class, comes from a very poor background. An immigrant who was brought to this country as a kid, he's done fantastically well. Because he didn't see any ceiling to what he could achieve if he wanted to. So surely it is up and spends a lot of time now encouraging other people to be entrepreneurs as well. I couldn't, I'm not a businessman. I would love to be, if I was a businessman, doing this would make me a fortune. I'm not a businessman. I mean, I, 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 I think people like Chris Evans, who are businessmen and broadcasters, are great and, and made themselves fabulously wealthy. I just, I'm not, I'm not that sort of person. I don't, I don't see those kind of things. I'm not, I don't know. I just like doing what I do. But you have, if you want something really badly, rather than saying, oh, well, look, he's got everything, I haven't got anything, get on and do it. I mean, some people won't be able to achieve it, and life is unfair, and not everybody can be equal. 
And that's why we do have to look after those people to a certain extent who can't. Nobody should have to go to a food bank. Nobody should be sleeping on the street. A lot of these problems are caused by mental health issues, which is another issue which I'm not going into today. God, what have I been talking about? Where did this all start? Well, it started at the beginning and it's finished around about here. Right. Okay, listen, before we do anything else, don't forget, <clears throat> if you want to get in touch, um, you can always send me an email, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Now, uh, Phil did that. And uh, Phil said, I was listening to a podcast from a few weeks ago. Because you can do that. You can go to our website and you can download. How many have we got there now? Uh, 255, including this one. 255. And how long are they? They're about, on average, about 50 minutes long each. Right. Okay. So an hour, nearly. Yeah, nearly an hour. Could have said nearly an hour, I suppose. Yeah, I would have said nearly an hour, you see. Um so you could listen from, from the beginning of one week. Uh, yeah, you could listen for a whole week nearly. As long as your batteries survive, yes. Mm. Anyway, I digress. <clears throat> Phil said, I was uh, listening to you in, intended to start a campaign to lift motorway speeds to 90 miles an hour. If you ever drive at 70 miles an hour on a motorway, you find yourself being left behind by practically everybody else. So I thought somebody had raised the speed. Have they not? No, no one's raised that. That's just the natural speed that people go is 80 oh, right. to 90 miles an hour on the motorway. Anyway, Phil would like to add his support to the campaign, but as a listener, I have not heard anything since. Well, yes, I was waiting for somebody to do something, but, you know, Phil, it, it, they don't want to. They're obsessed with Brexit. I just wanted to add a fact to your protest. UK motorway speeds were unlimited pre-1973. Do you know I didn't know that? Yeah, they were. When they first opened, they were unlimited. In fact, you could go on it and just race on them, I think, on the first day, I think. Really? Yeah, I think. Isn't there video clips of people just getting on them and just oh, right. flags going in down fact, and bombing? Phil says, in fact, Jaguar used to test their cars on the M1 when it first opened during the night to test top speeds. In 1973, we had a petrol crisis and drivers were restricted to four gallons for each visit to the petrol station, I remember. Uh, registration numbers ending with odd numbers, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, even reg numbers, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yes, gosh, I remember that as well. Uh, this is when the speed limit was reduced to 70 to conserve petrol. When the petrol crisis passed, the speed was never lifted. I support your campaign 100%. The first step is to get 100,000 people to sign up. Then the whole thing will have to be debated in Parliament. Regards, Phil. Why don't we do this online? Can we go to, uh, to the um, uh, government website and start a petition? Yeah, but I, I don't want my petrol being restricted to four gallons. No, it won't be. This is to to raise the speed limit. We only have the speed limit dropped because we were worried about using up too much petrol. Right. But it's never gone back up. Yeah. The speed limit, not the petrol you... Oh, I see. Right, okay. <clears throat> Got you now. So while you're sorting my dog blog out to make me lots of money... Yeah. Can you go and start, why don't we start a petition to raise the speed limit on the motorways of this country? Unlimited speed. Unlimited speed. Okay. Unlimited speed. While we're, while we're on the subject, the, um, the, the dog uh, blog. Um, Thank you, Phil, by the way. The, um, there might be some expenses that I'll need to take out to set it all up. And obviously, it'll take a few years before any uh, real money starts coming in. So it'll be probably a couple of years before you see any benefit. Really? Yeah. But don't worry. Um, uh, you'll get there eventually, I'm sure. 
All right, if I leave it to you, because you know all that sort of stuff, don't you? You yeah. know how to do it. You said that that uh, this will never make money because um, it, it's it's not sexy enough. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, if you could let me mm. let me your uh, credit card again after the show, I'll I'll start buy, <sighs> buying more God. stuff. All right, okay. As long as you're sure you're not, you know, there's nothing untoward going on. Not at all. Okay, all right. <clears throat> now, um, where where have we got to? So that was uh, a bit of mail. I agree with that. Let's let's start this campaign to get the speed limit lifted on the motorways. Let's face it, the motorways still are the safest places to drive a car in the country. Well, yeah. Yeah, they are. You don't want to be going on the back roads with all the bends, do you? No, exactly. Um, listen, uh, let's have a quick, before we do anything else, a quick chat about the, uh, about Bre- we haven't done anything about Brexit. It, it's heading down the toilet as I speak, of course. And uh, I just, I threw out on Facebook just to see, oh, but, oh by the way, um, I've been forced into going on this thing called Snapchat. Not Snapchat. Um, what's that? <laughs> Snapchat. Um, Instagram. Instagram, what's Snapchat then? Uh, that's sna- Snapchat's for uh, perverts. Is it? Yeah. Why did you tell me I should open one of those? <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, no, Instagram. And Grinder. What is this thing you've got me signing up to? Grinder. What's that? Have you had any luck on that? What What do you mean luck? I'm, I just post a few things. Yeah, well, you're supposed to post pictures of yourself on that one. You said don't do that. No, that's or was that on Instagram? Yeah, don't put. Yeah, Instagram's more arty. Grinders yeah. for more personal stuff. Oh, I don't want to do it then. I don't know why you get me into these things. And what's Snapchat then? Uh, Snapchat is uh, it's like texting, and then you send pictures. I don't know. If, I, I've never used yeah. it. I, I, apparently, when it first started, the pictures disappear after about thirty seconds. So you know that's yeah. why I said. Uh, perverts use it because they usually send pictures of themselves with no clothes on oh, and, they get it, and it automatically gets deleted but then people used to do the screen grabs and then get the pictures right. anyway so never really worked so i don't know how it works i've never tried it well how- good and i why can't i just do twitter do uh, twitter with a little bit of facebook why do i need anything else well how are you getting on with instagram well i'm just doing arty farty photos on there well, well that, it, is it working no, it seems to. Well, I mean, I've only been doing it for two days. Go and have a look. Yeah. Well, just, you know, anybody go and have a look. What a, at James Whale Radio on Instagram. Last time I looked, there was a spider's web on it. Oh, I thought that was one of my best. Did you like that? Yeah, it was actually quite nice. And I saw the spider in the middle of the web. I went to get my phone to take the picture of it. Yeah. And the spider buggered off. Well, they do that, don't they? My dog buggers off when I take a picture of him. Well, I don't actually take the picture of him, obviously, because he buggers off. But uh, when I try and take a picture of him, he runs away. It's like he's scared of the camera. Well, Daisy May loves it, as you can see from a lot of pictures on uh, Instagram of Daisy May, and uh, particularly lying in bed. Yeah, but you're, you're taking sneaky pictures, though. That the, the face is always away from the camera. Not always, no. You're right, Lulu. Lulu's gone fast asleep. Oh, I hate that when they go fast asleep and you wonder if they're breathing. Yes, she is. It's okay. Because dogs sort of can go a long time without any sign of movement. As long as they're still She's... warm on your leg, that's fine, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've got one under the desk now and one beside my chair. And the other old one is, uh, I haven't seen him this morning since he got up and had a drink. But I'm sure he'll be fine. People are switching off now. Why? I don't know, we're just rambling now. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. Okay. We'll get them back with something funny. Right. <laughs> That's not funny. 
I'm going to edit that. <clears throat> yeah, okay. <laughs> this is why it's not good to broadcast from a studio in your home because you, you just forget the, you know. Anyway, listen, um, so uh, if you want to get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Now, on, uh, on Facebook, not Instagram, you're going to have a look at my pictures while we're talking on Instagram. Give me any, any hints or tips from any photographers on, on what I should do. Perhaps uh, let me know and uh, see if I've taken a photograph of somewhere that you know. Now, would you support a people's vote? Because this whole Brexit fiasco is coming to a very sorry end. And before these politicians, of which I think we are losing confidence in day by day on all sides, they're just concerned about themselves as far as I can see, couldn't organise a piss-up in a brewery. When we know what the final solution is going to be as far as Brexit is concerned and how it will affect all of us, whether you voted in or out, should we not actually then have the final say? Rather than the politicians who, let's face it, have not covered themselves in glory with this, should we, the people of this country, not have the final say? Because we and our kids are going to have to live with it for a long, long time. So I think we need to. And it's not a question, oh, well, we have another vote and keep having a vote until we get the answer we want. No. We voted to go into the European Union or the common market many years ago, and then we had another vote because... Politicians wanted to keep their jobs, basically, and we were given this vote. We weren't really given uh, the, the prognosis of what would happen. Both sides lied. And now we can see more clearly what is likely to happen. And it, listen, some people may feel it'll be for the good. I was talking to some bloke on the radio the other night, and he said, I don't care about the economic uh, issues. I just don't want to be in Europe. And I thought, well, you're an idiot. And there are quite a lot of people who think like that, so it may well be the majority, and if it is, then so be it. I don't think it is. I think now an awful lot of people who voted to leave are beginning to realise, was it really worth it? Look at the problems it's going to create in Northern Ireland. Look at the problems that it might create and probably will create if we crash out of the European Union. Um, well, you just go abroad for a holiday and you drive through the tunnel or on a ferry and you drive off into Europe. You may have to get, a, a, as we had to before, an international driving license. And that was a pain in the backside. There may be all sorts of repercussions that we haven't realised if we decide to leave Europe without coming to some kind of deal. So when the deal has been finalised, then surely it should be put to us. It's our country, not the flipping politicians. And to say the people have spoken is bollocks, because it is almost a 50-50 split. And let's face it, we didn't even allow the British people who could vote in elections, who live in other parts of Europe, to have the vote. Had they voted, and presumably they would have all voted to remain in Europe because they live in Europe, the vote would have gone the other way, but only just. And we would still be arguing, and I would still be calling, even if I'd been on the winning side, I would still be calling now for another vote. So I asked on Facebook to see what you guys think, and here are some, not all, but some 
of the reply. Sammy D, we had our vote. We voted leave. Maybe the politicians should recognize that fact and just get on with their job instead of dragging their bloody heels. Sammy, you need to wake up. Uh, Rob Riley says, true fact, the first person to call for a fresh vote on the referendum was one Nigel Farage when the exit polls showed he lost. You're absolutely right. In fact, Nigel, I think now would like another referendum. Uh, And uh, he will be campaigning, of course, to leave. But I think he'd like another one. Matt Dudley says, yeah, go for it. Seems ages since we have had a vote. Uh, Rob James, no, because we've already had one. Rob, what are you frightened of, mate? I'd love the way they decided to call it a people's vote because that sounded so much nicer than a second referendum. Rob, what do you think you'll gain from leaving the European Union? Not one person that I've asked has been able to tell me, we're going to have control of our borders and our laws. Well, we have control of our borders and our laws. Uh, The immigration coming from Europe has never been a problem. (laughs) It hasn't. And the immigration coming from everywhere else is going to be no different whether we're in or out of Europe. So what what actually is, is the benefit going to be? And by the way... The farmers, many of which voted to leave, are now realising they've made a huge cock-up. They've now got the government to say, we'll we'll keep giving you the subsidies for the next couple of years. If you're a good farmer, you get on and you do it yourself. And by the way, when the supermarket comes and says, we're not going to pay you what it costs you to make that, you tell them to go take a hike. Okay. Um, Joe Gooch says, uh, of course, voting leave was on principle, not voting on the actual details, would be insane. Uh, Rob Alfonso Renshaw, strange name, but still. Uh, Only if the people know what they are letting themselves in for. Well, that's exactly right, and that's what we'd be doing. Uh, John Kenneth Tannock says, a loser's vote, you mean? No. However, if the vote was, do you want type A Brexit or type B Brexit, then possibly yes, but Brexit... Us leaving the EU is not up for grabs now. That's where you're wrong, John. That is where you, mate, are so wrong. Uh, Fran Griffin says, why? Had the original vote gone the other way, would we even be discussing this? Yeah, you can bet, Fran. Had it gone the other way, Nigel would be so much more high profile than he is now. I know for a fact, I've spoken to him about it. He expected it to go the other way. He expected to have another few years of, of campaigning. Um... So, yeah, uh, I I think you'll find that uh, if it had gone the other way and it had been such a narrow margin as it was, I think there'll be even more shouts for a second uh, vote. After we knew what the outcome was going to be. We don't know yet. Let's wait and see. Uh, Christian Loyal says, only if the voters can pass a simple IQ test. Now, that I agree with because some of them are so thick, they shouldn't be allowed. In fact, actually, to be honest with you, Christian, I'm beginning to think two things. Now, you you know, this makes me an awful person, but I think, first of all, I don't think just any of us should be allowed to have children. Have you watched the Jeremy Kyle television show? And I don't think, uh, well, mind you, the people with low IQs don't vote anyway, do they? Not usually, no. No. Uh, Paul Breen Turner. Why do I know that name? Uh, he's a friend of yours on Facebook. Hmm, Paul Breen Turner. Is he a broadcaster of some sort? It might be, I don't know. Got to laugh at this, bit like the Pied Piper. Let's all just jump in the fire. Of course, you probably bloody well want to know what sort of 
agreement is made on your behalf, and if not happy, reject it? Or is it the British government now a dictatorship? Yeah. Well, obviously a friend of mine, because very sensible view. What are we going to do? Well, I don't know, but I think we ought to have the final say and not leave it to these bozos in Westminster who don't seem to be covering themselves in glory, do they? Show we have a bit of music? I'm knackered now. Uh, yes, sir, we can do some music. Yeah, what should we do? Uh, whatever's on the sheet. <laughs> oh, the sheet in front of me? Yeah, that, that running order that I did this week. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we have uh, Katie Hurt? Oh, that's sad, isn't it? What, the Katie I got hurt? Be better. Yeah. That's just a name. Katie Hurt. New single. Revved up. He had no choice cause while he's looking at me My baby stole the cash from behind his back Now we're running from the law On the wrong side of the tracks And my home is a cheap motel And we're trying to stay out of jail Cause we were already on parole And if they catch us now They'll never let us go Burn rubber Torn in him like a poster child For bad boy Ever missing Cause I'm W-A-N-T-E-D On the wrong side of a winning streak And my legs are up on the dash And my heart is racing fast We'll drive as far as we can go And then we'll start all over And I'll never know Uh, Katie Hurt releases her brand new single on October the 12th, and that was it. It's called Revved Up. 
And if you want to get a bit of music on the show, I had Talia Dean on my radio show. You know, she was uh, a, a runner-up in uh, X Factor last year. Is she the one that worked um, in the airport? Yeah. 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 Very nice. A picture of me, I think you'll see, is it on, uh, it's probably on my, I keep wanting to say Snapchat. Um, what's the other one? Um, Instagrammy. Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they all do. Um, Instagram, yeah. With the, the, she's holding two puppies. <laughs> what? They're mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she's holding um, Lulu and Daisy. Oh, I see. Right. I thought so. You need to go and book yourself in for some surgery. What? <laughs> Never mind. Right, I think we're nearly at the end of this, aren't we? Do you want to do tech talk and something? I seem to have been doing it all again. Um, yeah, okay. Well, obviously, the big news this week is uh, Apple have launched three new iPhones and a watch. Well, I need... Listen, my my iPhone 5 is go, is slowing up a bit. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get another one. Can I not get a, a freebie for mentioning them all the time? You have to mention... I don't make anything out of this. What? You have to mention them 24 times. 24 times? Yeah. What, just iPhone, 24 times? Well, just Apple, iPhone, uh, right, iPhone. Okay, hang on, I'll do it now. Okay. I'll do it now. Apple iPhone, 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 Apple iPhone. Right. Yeah, I'd just let you do that anyway, but so that wouldn't work. You have to do it subtly. You have to say, I was using my uh, new iPhone X the other day, and I was just taking a picture using their new uh, portrait uh, mode. Stunning photos. I'll have to show you them sometime. That's how you do it. And that's so you do that 24 times, you see. <sighs> all right, I'm just taking the cover off mine. So, it looks all right. when you Because I've had it in an old cover. I've had this one about four years, three or four years, haven't I? Yeah, but you're not advertising the new iPhones. You're talking oh, about no, no, your no. old ones. I'm just trying to find out what it is. It's the iPhone, but it doesn't say the number on it, does it? So I could tell, say it was an iPhone 10, couldn't I? You could do, yeah. You'll be like one of those people that walk into my shop and go, I've got an iPad, and they put this piece of crap down they bought from a market store somewhere. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, sorry, dog. Oh, I've dropped it on the dog. Oh, are you all right? Oh, dear. Stupid f***ing phone. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Oh, kiss you better. Mm. So now right. Apple is not going to sponsor the show because you were dropping your phone oh, on the dog. Oh, dear. <laughs> God. What? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very vocal dog, this one, Daisy, mate. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Did you hear that? <laughs> Go on, back under the desk. That's where she it's safe under the desk. <laughs> oh, dear. No. Yeah, so uh, Apple... This bloody thing back. Not, Sorry. Not what? to be associated with harming animals in any way whatsoever. No. <laughs> okay, right. <sighs> okay, I better get a new phone. Right, okay, carry on, because this is just going really badly, this, this <laughs> yeah. uh, thing today. Yeah. I think oh. the phone for you in the new lineup would probably be something like the Apple iPhone XR. Mm. Um, that, that one. Why? Well, it's the cheapest of the lineup, and it seems to do all the all the, all the features of the uh, the expensive ones. They're really expensive, really, really expensive. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you get one for me to test? Well, one good feature is they have now have dual SIM capability, so you can have two phone numbers in one phone. If you're a drug dealer, 
Yeah, it doesn't quite work though because the uh, the SIM is what they call an eSIM, so it's actually embedded in the phone. It's not actually a card. You have one card, <laughs> one eSIM. So you can can't... you not listen? Can I just not get a regurgitated one? Uh, you can get a recycled uh, Apple phone. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't I have one of those? Yeah. So you can't remove the SIM card anymore. So the uh, the feds can't trace you. So yeah, the iPhone's yeah. not for you if you're a criminal. How much are these phones now? Because I'm going to do uh, a SIM-only deal. I'm fed up with I'm being charged far too much having a phone on a deal. About 700 quid. Oh, for what? I know. Told you, they're expensive. Can't afford it. You have to get right, an on. iPhone 7 or 8, one of their lower-end ones then. Well, that'd be all right. I just need it to to, 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 to check me what's-its and do me thing-me-bobs and make a call or two. And go on Grinder. What is Grinder? It's a coffee app. All right, okay. Well, that's what you told me when you told me to log into it. Anyway, go on. Uh, the dragon, Peter Jones, has just purchased the uh, Maplin rights. Oh, what, the holiday camps? Not Pontins, Maplin. Yeah, Maplin holiday camps in Allo Allo. Maplin Allo. Um, what's it? Uh, Heidi High. Heidi High, that's it, yeah. Is it Maplin's in Heidi High? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maplin's. I'm just trying to think now. You might be right. Uh, I am. To do me, I might be right. I am right. Now, Maplin's the electronics store. Peter Jones has bought all the uh, IP, so he's going to have the name. I would imagine he's going to set up a website. He bought Jessup's, didn't he, when they were failing? <laughs> now, there you are. You see, these are people who, uh, like Mike Ashley, lots of people are against him, but, you know, he, uh, he has successful business. He's had a bit of bad publicity, of course, because... Somebody, this is how, how, because somebody felt that they, uh, they weren't getting treated very well, so they stuck the knife into him. Uh, yet he employs thousands and thousands of people. And, um, and, and, you know, these entrepreneurs come up with ideas and then they, they take these things over, turn them around and actually create some wealth. And, and yet people still look down their nose at them. Uh, mobile roaming charges in Europe, uh, they were rumoured to uh, go up when we left Europe. They were. They were. All the uh, mobile phone companies in this country have vowed that they will not put up any of the prices, so that it will mm. remain the we'll same. We'll see, shall we? Well, that said, they might get actually have to absorb the costs because the people in Europe might put their prices up to us. Mm. So, Well, I think it, depending on how we get out of Europe, if we get out of Europe, yeah, lots of these things are going to change. Mm. Everybody says, oh, well, everybody said it would all go tits up and uh, when well, we voted to leave. Yeah, but, but we haven't left yet, so there has it's, it, speculation is the only thing that is affecting anything. And uh, no films this week because I've been busy stripping. <laughs> <clears throat> Have you? Yeah. Oh, well, I've seen a couple of films this week. Uh, War Pigs, which uh, stars my friend Luke Gossin, which was, um, was a, as, a, as a war movie, it was, it was good. It was watchable. Um, and I thought Luke played, a, 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 his characterization reminded me a lot of the old 1960s sort of black and white war movies. And he was very, very believable, very believable, which is uh, what you want. So War Pigs, which you can find, is very good. I saw one called Creed as well. That was good. That's the uh, Stallone movie, isn't it? Yeah. It had to, well, strange enough, yeah, it had Stallone in it. So and it, at playing Rocky Thingmybob. He, yeah, he, he's a, it's a continuation of the Rocky, but a sort of spin-off. Mm. Yeah, no, I can recommend that. That was very good. The guy, the actor who plays the new fighter, I mean, he must have been a boxer or be a boxer. It looked believable to me. 
Well, yeah, that was very good. Don't tell people when to see it together. Oh, Daisy, I've got to put my feet there. Dear, oh dear. She's been a bit of a diva dog. So the film I'll be seeing this week is The uh, King of Thieves, which is about the Hatton Garden uh, robberies starring Mr. Michael Caine or Sir Michael Caine. Yeah. I, th- I think that would be quite good. I haven't, I haven't seen that, but I think that will be quite good. A lot of people are complaining that it was made, you know, as they have done uh, about other movies. Um, I was doing an interview with the the uh, producer of the new uh, movie about British-made small, you know, smallish budget movie made to go straight onto DVD. Um, but it's got got Leslie Grantham in it. Uh, was the first, last movie he made, uh, and it's a story about not about the Crays per se, but just one of the incidents within the lives of the Cray gang, about how they broke one guy out of uh, jail and uh, what happened next. I'll check that out. Mm. I'll find out what it's called and I'll check it out. I could tell you in a moment what it's called, because I'll go into my uh, antiquated iPhone. We'll be here a while then. And find out. You can talk about something else. Should we go on to questions for the whale while I'm doing that? Well, you do that then, and I'll I'll read out some questions, and then you can answer them and look up the... uh... I can do two things at once. Uh, Are you sure you can do two things at once? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course I can do two things at once, you cheeky sod. Well, most people can, obviously. You can breathe and see at the same time, can't you? (sighs) Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Andy Payne. Andy Payne. Andy Payne. Andy's a pain, are you saying? No, Andy Payne. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Well, because birds love me. Birds really, really love me. You can make a song out of that. What? Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? I reckon you could make a song out of that. What sort of tune would you have for that? I don't know, uh, something like, uh, Why do birds suddenly appear every time you... Yeah, something like that, yeah. That sounds shit. You couldn't make a a, a a song thingy out of that. All right, moving on then. I would. I thought I was going to make a huge hit, make make our fortunes. Nah. Okay. You're not. Uh, not. Bill Roberts. Uh, Most fish... Bill Roberts... Yeah. What do you mean, who is he? Oh, Bill Roberts. Yeah, Bill Roberts, yeah. You know, Bill. Bill, friend of yours on Facebook. Yeah. The, mo- the, the movie, sorry, the movie is called Dead Man Walking, out on DVD and digital. The Crazed Dead out Man on Walking. DVD. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get that on Amazon, I think. Yeah, quite like the music. And uh, also uh, stars... Um, um, Quite a lot of people. Stars <laughs> quite a lot of people, including uh, Janine Nerissa. I know her well. Mm. Okay. And Rita Simmons. Oh, I know Rita Simmons. Yeah, Rita Simmons is, uh, I think, yeah, in it. In fact, it's Rita Simmons, not Janine, what's it, who's starring in it. Oh, see, so the one, the first one you made up. No, no, she, I was just looking at people who retweeted different bits and pieces. Oh, I see. Right. I don't know what I'm talking about, to be honest. Um, but there we are. Okay, so... Uh, Questions, yes. Back to Billy Roberts. Billy, Bill Roberts. Most fish and chip shops sell three types of pies, steak and kidney, beef and onion, chicken and mushroom. Whatever happened to the cornish pasty in chip shops? When we have Brexit, can we have our chip shop pasties back? You're going to the wrong one. I have no problem with getting cornish pasties in a chip shop. Not that you should eat them in a chip shop. You should make your own cornish pasty, to be honest. 
I do like a Cornish pasty. Yeah, 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 I do. Uh, similar theme. Uh, Ross Hemsworth. Why have apricot pies disappeared from the Kipling range? Because nobody wants to eat an apricot in a pie. No, that's true. I don't think I'd eat an apricot pie. No, exactly. Uh, Rob James, if you're terrified of lifts, should you take steps to avoid them? <laughs> well, I would. It'd be stupid otherwise, wouldn't it? Uh, Jonathan Cooper, why do we press harder on a remote control when the batteries are going dead? Do you know, I, don't, I, I was doing that the other night. I have no idea because our minds trick us. I think that's probably what it is. Our minds play little tricks on us, and that's, uh, that's why it happens. But I always found if you're a remote control, here's a, here's a top tip for you. If your remote control actually uh, doesn't work, then roll the batteries. Yeah, smacking it on your knee doesn't work either. No, no. Roll, take the little thing off at the end. I'll do it now. Take that off and then roll the batteries around. Can I give a Rob's top tip? Yep. If your remote control doesn't work, get off your fat backside. Go and use the switches on the side of the telly. That's an even better one. An even better one. Uh, Pauline Cod, why do I knit faster when my yarn is running out? Um, I think probably because you're excited that you're getting to the end. It's a bit like an orgasm. Trying to keep a straight face. Uh, Colin Watkins, who was the phantom flan flinger? Ah, I can't tell you that. Because then he would be a no more fa- Oh, f***. I can't tell you that, because he would then no longer be a phantom fan flat. Oh, f***. I can't really tell you that, because he would no longer be a phantom flan flinger. I'm leaving them all in. Don't bother. <laughs> uh, Steve Mitchell, Plankton, hot or cold? Always hot and with a little olive oil and lemon juice. Uh, Mark Gibbs, is it illegal for the media to lie? Uh, it's illegal for anybody to lie on the air. Robbie Alcock. Yeah, I've heard. Or is it Alcock? No, I think Alcock is better. Okay. <laughs> uh, will we address the world population levels or hide behind PC? Uh, we'll probably hide behind PC, but rest assured that nature will sort that out if we don't. That'd be a long queue, though, wouldn't it? What? All hiding behind PC. Who is PC? I've no idea. But the problem, back to a slightly more serious problem of uh, overpopulation of the world by mankind, nature usually sorts itself out. Good. Right. Well, I think that's it. I'm off to the pub. Uh, have a lovely day. Don't forget, check out our website, Jameswell Radio. .co.uk and if you've got nothing else to do this afternoon have a look at my uh, photographs on Instagram James Whale Radio Instagranny yeah Gram nothing to do with grannies why do you go on about grannies uh, right I'm going my mates down the pub getting the beers in okie dokie don't drink too much I wouldn't would I
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>